Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Oh Shoot. I'm your host, as always, Cassidy Lynn, and today is a solo episode. It's just it's just me and you today. Um, and, you know, honestly, I'm okay with that. I love having guests on the podcast, but also I like just doing a podcast episode by myself. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a good episode today. Um, if you're listening to this episode, whether you are a beginner or you're 10 years experienced, um, you're going to learn at least something from this episode or take away something because we're talking about getting sharp images. And I think everybody literally is like, how can I make my images sharper? Like I, there's never a point where you're like, okay, I have the crispiest, sharpest photos ever. I have reached this point. Like there's always times where you're like, huh, why didn't I hit focus on that? So that's what we're going to be talking about today, how you can get sharper images. So before we jump into the content for today's episode, I have just a couple of like announcements or just like things. Okay. So if you're not into the things that I say, just go ahead and skip past. But so the first thing is my course back to the basics. It launched a week ago. It's only open for enrollment until tomorrow. So I just wanted to remind you guys that enrollment closes tomorrow and I'm not like, I'm not sure if I'm reopening the course so you can only get it until tomorrow and then that's it until I reopen it, which I don't know when I'm going to reopen it. So with all that being said, if you're interested in my back to the basics course, it's like a very, it's literally a course that's, how do I describe it? Like it's, it's basically geared towards anyone who's starting a business, but also has a business and wants to continue to grow. It's literally going back to the basics of everything you need to succeed in a full-time photography business, but also just like if you're doing it part-time, like it's basically everything you need. Okay. <laughs> so that is going to be linked in the description of this episode, or you could literally go to my Instagram and go to the link in my bio because it's going to be there too. The other thing that I wanted to say, when this episode comes out, I am going to be preparing for me and Charlie's like two week cross country road trip. We are <laughs> basically, we're taking our car and I think we're taking a little camper and we're driving to a bunch of national parks that we've always wanted to go to. Um, we are going to, oh gosh, where are we going? We're going to like Utah, the Grand Canyon. We're going to Yosemite. Um, we're going to the Oregon coast, which isn't a national park, but we've always wanted to go there. Um, we're going lots and lots of places. And honestly, by the time the next episode comes out, I might realize that I absolutely hate road trips because I, I'm definitely more of like a running water glamping type of person. So we're going to see how this goes. It might be some very uh, interesting bonding time for me and Charlie because I might not be loving life on the road. I do know I'm going to love the places that we go. And I have like tons of shoots booked along the way too. But yeah, um, so just think of me next week. Um <laughs> Um, and I did want to say though, this trip for me is kind of like a risk because I've been wanting to do something like this for a while. I've been wanting to get into travel photography and I've always wanted to try it out. So, um, I, I did want to say like, if you are wanting to do something in your business and there's something that feels risky, I would encourage you to take the risk and to do it. Um, your business is going to remain completely stagnant until you take risks and try something new. And I think that's something that I'm learning this year and something that I'm learning with this trip. 
um, if I want to get into travel photography and if I want to, I don't know, just get more experience shooting in national parks and just in cool places, I need to go and do it myself. And I, it's a risk because, you know, we're going across the country and we're camping and that's something we've never done before, but I'm excited for it. And it's, it's nerve wracking because I'm like, I'm scared that my business isn't going to be able to withstand two weeks of me being on a road trip. Obviously I'm going to have a like Wi-Fi and hotspots and stuff, but that's just like a real fear that I have, but something about taking risks that is worth it in the end is that there's always going to be fears that you have to overcome. And there's always going to be those things that you're afraid of happening. So for me, my business crumbling in two weeks, obviously it's not going to, but that's, I don't know why that's just something that I'm afraid of. So, um, if you have something that you want to take a risk in, in your business, this is me telling you to go and do it because that's what I'm doing next week. I'm taking a risk and hopefully it pays off. If it doesn't literally, Oh, well, like we had a fun trip. So, um, yeah, real quick. Another thing that was a risk for me was this podcast. Um, I guess when I started this podcast, I didn't really think much of it. I just was like, oh, I want to start a podcast. And then I did it. But now that I've started it and it's kind of evolved into its own thing, like this is honestly better than anything I could have ever imagined. And it wouldn't have happened if I didn't take the risk and buy podcast gear and just start making episodes. So this is your sign, take a risk, whatever it is that you think is a risk for your business or whatever it is that you are just like, I really want to do this, go and do it and start planning to do it because it's going to be awesome. I promise. Okay. So let's get into today's episode, which is how to get sharper images. Cassidy, how do you get sharper images? Well, I'm going to tell you, here are some things that I think are going to help you with sharpness in your images. Um, I know personally, I struggled a lot with sharpness, especially in like my beginning, like probably like a year of doing photography. So there, there's been a few things that I've done to help me get sharper images. The first is shooting on AI Servio. Um, if you shoot on a DSLR camera, um, there's two um, autofocus options, AI Servio and then AI OneShot. Essentially, AI Servio is going to track your subjects as they move and the focus hits like basically right before it takes the photo versus AI OneShot focuses right away. And then when you take the photo, if your subjects move, the focus doesn't track with it. So um, AI Servio is going to help you a lot with getting sharper images. Um, if you shoot on a Sony specifically, um, the autofocus is called AF continuous. So it's just a little bit different, the wording, but it's the exact same thing. AF continuous tracks your subjects continuously. And then there's AF one shot, which doesn't track your subjects continuously. And I have a story about this because I sent my camera in to get cleaned probably like a month or two ago. And when I got it back, I didn't realize that they switched my dial from AF continuous to AF one shot. And I didn't even notice because that's not something that you like check all the time. Like I'm not constantly checking that setting. So I had a shoot and my subjects, like I was doing like my normal walking, whatever. And my camera was having the hardest time focusing. And I was like, okay, some of these are in focus and literally some of these aren't like what is happening right now. And I did the whole shoot and I was 
just being really, really intentional about hitting focus. And it was so hard. And I got into the car and saw that it was on autofocus one shot and not on AF continuous. And so literally I did a whole shoot, ended up turning out fine. Like the photos turned out good, but it was a lot extra work for me. So that's something that's going to help you a ton with catching focus, getting sharper images. The next thing, using a manual spot focus. Um, I don't know if this is actually what it's called, but this is just kind of what I call it. Um, if you shoot on manual focus, like the actual manual focus where you have to like adjust your focus ring, that's not necessarily going to be the most efficient thing to be doing. Um, I shoot on autofocus. And I know a lot of the times in the photography industry, you hear like, shoot on manual, shoot on manual. When people say that, they're talking about manual camera settings. They're not talking about manual focus. Manual focus is really, really hard. And honestly, with my subjects moving all the time, I would have a really hard time shooting on manual focus. So manual spot focus is, um, it's a mode in autofocus where you can essentially have like a little square and move it around your screen. Um, and you're telling your camera, I want you to focus within this little square within this cube. Um, and that's what I did for a really long time on my, um, DSLR cameras. So on the Canon rebel on the 60 Mark II, 5d Mark three, 5d Mark four, I did that little, um, there's a little square that you can move around. Um, so that's definitely something to look into. I do it on my Sony too, but I have, um, on my Sony, there's a little square I can move around, but it's, it's like a tracking square. So, I put, I put the square on my subject's face once and then the rest of the session, it tracks them. So it's a little bit more work on a DSLR, but it still gives you more control over where the focus is going to be. And that's going to help you a lot with hitting focus because you can tell your camera, hey, focus here. Versus if you're using like the autofocus, that's just like the very wide. It's like literally, I think it's called wide autofocus where you, you let your camera choose where it wants to focus. You have no idea where your camera is going to focus in. It could focus on a shirt or shoes or a tree. And that might not be what you want to be in focus. So this is going to help you a ton with sharper images. If you're not doing this already, definitely do it. I can't tell you how to set it up for every camera because everyone has different brands and different versions of cameras, but literally go to Google and look up how to do this because it's going to be so helpful for you. The next thing for getting sharper images is bumping up your aperture. I'm not saying that you have to shoot on like F15 for every single session because obviously that kind of like, you know, it's not always the vibe, but if you're shooting on F1.4 all the time and, you know, especially if you're not in low light, that could be a result of why, or it could be a reason why you're not getting super sharp images. Um, F1.4 is great for low light, but it's not ideal for catching focus. It does make <laughs> other things like really, really blurry, like things that you don't want to be blurry. So let's say you focus in on an eye at F1.4. The subject's nose might end up being blurry because the aperture is so wide. So typically I'm shooting around F, 2.2 maybe f2 and the reason is just because it it brings my subjects into focus more but I still get a nice blurry bokeh background so it's not like I'm losing out on that like stylistic aspect of my photos but f1.4 um could be a little risky when it comes to getting sharpness in your images the next thing that you can do 
to improve the sharpness in your images is to calibrate your lens. If you're listening to this and you haven't calibrated your lens, this could be a reason why your photos aren't sharp. And honestly, I'm kind of speaking to myself here too because, oh gosh, I don't even know the last time I calibrated my lenses. Um, let's see. I don't know if I've ever calibrated them. I, I have a lot of newer lenses. I haven't had them for a super long time. So I think I might be coming up on a point where I need to calibrate them soon. But calibration is going to help a lot with sharpness. Um, yeah, I, I'm just going to leave it there because I, I don't know how to calibrate a lens myself. I know you have to literally like take apart your lens, which is a very scary thought. And honestly, I would I would never do that. So um, definitely just bring it to a professional if you want to get your lens calibrated. That could help a lot with sharpness. All right. Next up is just checking your lens. Um, and when I say check your lens, I mean like the type of lens that you have. So sometimes off-brand lenses can be a little fishy when it comes to sharpness. Off-brand lenses sometimes struggle with sharpness. I'm trying to figure out how to say this like in the best way possible because I've I've shot on off-brand lenses before and I think if you're at a point where your budget just you can't get the same like you can't get a Canon lens or a Sony lens or a Nikon brand lens you have to get like some sort of Sigma or you know Roken how do you say it Rokinen lens um all of those different lenses that are off-brand they're great for your budget, but sometimes they struggle with focus. I know specifically I had the Sigma 35 millimeter for Canon. And I mean, I loved the lens and I also like had access to a Canon 35 millimeter, but I didn't own it. So I was able to see the differences between the two. And one of the main differences honestly was sharpness. And I think the Sigma lens had a little bit more of like a lack of contrast too. Um, so if you are shooting on a lens that might not be native, like the native brand to your, your lens, that could be a reason why you're not getting sharp images. Um, and a solution might be calibrating your lens, but it also could just be like your lens struggles a little bit more than the average lens with sharpness, which is okay. But um, that's just something to think about when we're talking about sharpness. I just want to make sure we cover all of our bases because um, the, the brand of your lens does impact sharpness sometimes. Um, something else that is going to help you get sharper images is utilizing the sharpness tool in Lightroom. So in Lightroom, I think it's under the detail section, you can raise your sharpness and then change like the detail and the radius and things like that. Um, I know I've, I've shot photos before where I just haven't hit focus. Like, let's be real. Sometimes it just doesn't happen. So if this is you go into Lightroom and mess around with that sharpness tool, I have sharpened images quite a bit and they end up looking good, especially if you can like use the blending tool at the bottom and like blend it into itself. It, it's amazing what the sharpening tool can do, especially if you are shooting and your photos aren't necessarily out of focus, but they're not like super duper crisp. This is going to help you get there. Bringing up that sharpening to like 50% and then bringing up that blending. Um, I would just encourage you to zoom in a little bit 
on your subjects and make sure that you don't notice like a super huge difference in the way that your like the texture of your photo looks if you know what I mean because when I when I use the sharpening tool in Lightroom sometimes I zoom in close and it adds just like these little worm looking things like they're just like I think that's how Lightroom sharpens is by adding like these little wormy things but if I zoom in close enough and I notice those worms and it's like noticeable enough to where if someone printed it they would be like okay like what what's going on here then maybe pull back your sharpness but the sharpening tool on Lightroom literally has saved me before like trust me especially with like group shots and stuff so utilize the sharpening tool um look into it that could really help you with sharp photos and like I was saying like even if you don't have out of focus photos if they're just like a little bit soft this is going to be the solution for you I like my Sony hits like focus so nicely, but I still sharpen my photos because I'm like, I just want them even sharper. Like they're already sharp, but I want them even sharper. So the, the sharpening, the sharpening tool is just amazing. Okay. That's, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Cause I could talk about that for a while. Okay. The next thing that's going to help you get sharper images is shooting your subjects on the same plane. So when I say this, I want you to visualize like a huge group of people. Let's say we have five people and they're standing in a straight line. There's no one stacked or anything. They're all shoulder to shoulder with each other. Um, but your people on the ends are curved in just a little bit. And they're curved in to make like a little bit of a semicircle. So the people on the ends are curving in. And instead of them being straight on with each other in a straight line, the, it is like a, a semicircle type of photo. This is an example of your subjects not being on the same plane. So if they are further back or closer to you than other people, that's going to affect your sharpness, especially with group photos. Having people on that same plane is going to be so important for hitting focus. You could be shooting at like F4.0, but if you have some people in different planes, they're still not going to be in focus regardless. So, um, and this is the same with couples too. If you mainly do like portraits or like seniors or something like that, this might not apply to you. But if you're shooting more than one person, like couples too, you want to try to keep them on the same plane. Or if you're intentionally like doing like a prom pose where one of your subjects is behind the other, you're going to have a little bit of blur on that person in the back if you are shooting at like F2.0 and because they're further back than the person in front they're not necessarily going to be 100% in focus unless you kind of rotate them to put them on that same plane. So sometimes when I do the prom pose, I'll have the person in the back bring their head forward a little bit so that their head is like on the same plane as the person in front of them. And that's, that's intentional because I want to be able to hit focus on both of them if I can. And their faces need to be in that same plane in order to do that. Obviously, like stylistically, if you want your subjects to be blurry so let's say like you have a couple who just got engaged and you want to do like a ring shot of like someone holding their hand out and then them kissing behind their hand or something obviously like the reason that the hand is in focus is because it's in a different plane than the couple behind them who's out of focus um, they're on a different plane therefore they're going to be blurry so yeah keep your subjects in the same plane 
if you are trying to get everyone in focus, like I said, this works really, really well with group shots. This is going to be probably why you're not nailing focus in group shots. So that's all I'm going to say about that. The last thing that's going to help you with sharper images, and I know some of my DSLR people might start rolling their eyes at me metaphorically, um, so please don't hate on me, but I truly think that getting a mirrorless camera is going to help you with focus. Um, and there's like actual, like, there, there's actual fact behind this. I'm not just saying this to be annoying and be like, oh, get a new camera. Like, that's the only way you're going to get sharper images. Because no, I just listed like six reasons or six things that you can do to get sharper images without upgrading your gear. Um, but getting a mirrorless camera and utilizing the mirrorless eye tracking software, it's just that's going to help you a ton with catching focus. Like I was saying earlier, you can use manual spot focus on your DSLR, but on my, my Sony, I'm able to tell my Sony, here's my subject's faces and it'll track them throughout the session. So, um, it's just, it's just easier for catching focus. And I'm not saying that you necessarily need a mirrorless camera because some, some of you listening might shoot slower paced things where you have time to set up focus and be really intentional about getting your subjects in focus. But if you shoot events or anything, so weddings, sports, I don't know, anything like that where it's really fast paced and you can't really redo a moment, the tracking is going to be really awesome for mirrorless versus a DSLR camera. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I was kind of joking when I wrote this out and was like, get a mirrorless camera, but I mean, I'm kind of serious. I do think that mirrorless is taking over the industry a little bit and that's where photography is headed. Um, but I don't want you to think that your camera is the reason that you're not getting sharp images because it's, it's not necessarily a camera issue. Um, there are some cameras that struggle with focus more than others. So my 60 Mark II, when I shot on Canon, that camera struggled with focus for me. And I don't, I don't really know why, because I was using the manual spot focus. I was doing everything right that I thought that I was doing right. But I think a few things contributed to like the blurriness of my photos. I think the first was the fact that I was shooting on a Sigma lens and then I think the second was a little bit of the camera because I had that camera and at the same time, I also had a 5D Mark III and then I also was using a 5D Mark IV and I literally like noticed the difference in the camera's ability to focus and all of my settings were the exact same in all three of the cameras. So that is one camera that I've noticed struggles with focus. So if you shoot on that camera and you're listening and you're like, oh my gosh, I struggle with focus all the time. That that could be a reason why you're struggling with focus is the camera itself. Okay, so that wraps up today's episode. I hope after listening to this episode, you are ready to go get some sharp images. I know I am for real. Um, oh, actually, I thought of one other thing that helps with sharpness. Sometimes having a longer lens makes like your subjects like more in focus, like all of them in focus. So um, there's a little bit more separation between your subject and the background when you shoot on a longer lens. Um, and when I when I say separation, kind of picture like those photos where you see your subject and then the background is like almost completely blurry behind them and like blown out and you can't really see any detail. That would be a result of using a longer lens. And I do think when you use longer lenses, you can hit focus easier. 
And I think the reason you hit focus better is because on something wider, like a 35 or a 24, those lenses are a little bit more busy and there's going to be more in focus because it's, it's wider. You see more um, and there's not as much separation between your subject and the background. So that could be another thing that could help with sharpness is shooting on a longer lens. Um, if you're looking for more of that, like blown out, like background looking in your photos. Okay. Now, now I'm actually done with today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. I would love for you to rate and review the podcast. So um, on Spotify or on Apple, leave me a review. I would literally love that so much. Um, and uh, seriously, guys, thank you so much for the support on the podcast. I like every single week, I just feel so overwhelmed by all like the love and kind words that I get from you guys about the podcast. So I do just want to say thank you guys so much for all of your support and everything. It means the world and I will see you guys next week. Have a great day. Expose my mind to clarity. Oh, my spirit shudders. Capture the moment oh, to keep my sanity. No wisdom rushing in. So much clearer now. Getting a little bit higher. If I take, I'm getting good Getting a little bit better I'm climbing to the top Never gonna stop, I'm